0: Hello, I'm Damon,
1: and I'm Audra,
0: and we are Sorry Right Number. Uh, tonight's episode is uh, January eighteenth, nineteen eighty-seven, season three, episode twelve. Twelve, thank you, Miss May Dusa. Okay, uh, I'll get us. I'll read a quick synopsis, and then we'll get to it. Jimmy James is playing his saxophone in New York City's... Let me start that over. Jimmy James is playing his saxophone in New York City subway. That's, that's what's written really weird.
1: Yeah, it is. So
0: I'm going to put the the where there should be a the. Jimmy James is playing his saxophone in the New York City subway when he meets an enigmatic ag, woman named May Dusa who claims to suffer amnesia and to have caused several accidental deaths okay so you you want to take the lead on this one I I, I don't want to talk about it well okay
1: okay yeah like okay this, this episode came out about a month before the movie The Mannequin came out so obviously somebody knew was in the know and was like oh shit let's write this up that's great So basically, it is um, a burglar breaks into a building at night and in the process of doing so, knocks over a mannequin and she comes alive and he takes her place as a mannequin. Right. And then she leaves immediately, not knowing who she is, where she is, what she is, and immediately meets a guy playing saxophone on a bus bench.
0: Yeah. Now, it, it's, I'll give, I'll give the, I'll give the episode this. It was pretty interesting how, um, uh, the, the set design, I always pay attention to that because it's so, I mean, granted, it is typically, it follows the typical MO as like two to three actors, one location or two. And this is, it holds true to that. There's actually, Three actors. The third guy says no words.
1: No, he's uh, just the burglar.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they have two locations: the subway and the department store that they're in, or the back of the wherever wherever store they're in. Yeah,
1: it was like a warehouse of the store too. It wasn't right. like a storefront.
0: Right, right. And uh, so this wasn't this wasn't good. No. But but it wasn't the worst. I'll give that the set design was good for what we're usually getting getting with these episodes. I mean it looked like you know, it looked like a it looked like it was on a set, but it did look like a subway. Uh it did, you know, at first I thought they were doing the really eighties thing.
1: Well they're with, both wearing sunglasses, at exactly
0: night. at night. Yeah, and I remember, and this was you know, this is eighty seven, that was prime there was you remembers a lot of movies that they all especially like 48 hours uh, uh, action movies at that time used a lot of uh, the soundtracks were saxophone like the big easy like oh, yeah. saxophone and and for some reason xylophone and steel drums it was like in that era of of action films, they or you know like well, they... remember
1: remember the Lost Boys? I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That was also eighty seven. Yeah, it was just saxophones were really big that for like that five six year span in the eighties, and uh, or uh, um um was it Mystic Pizza? No, no, Saint Elmo's Fire saxophone yeah. promise. Saxo- mm-hmm. It was just a big you know so. I thought they were pulling that when he had his shades on and he played right. the saxophone at night, and then, and I know why she's wearing hers because she's basically Medusa. Medusa, and uh, so uh, no explanation of why she is in a department store or why she's even, you know, why you know why how she ended up there. And anyway, she she runs into this guy. He's super like. I mean, they literally go from zero to sixty with their oh, romance. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, he plays the saxophone to relax her, even though she's saying she has memories of murdering people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he invites
1: her to crash at his place, but tells her. And to see she her.
0: and she accepts. I mean, she was a hesitant for like, I don't know, four seconds.
1: Right. <laughs> They're in love.
0: They they almost make out and she doesn't want to kiss him because She's afraid she'll turn into stone, but then she <laughs> she takes off his glasses, or she takes off her glasses, and and he didn't. She was surprised he didn't turn to stone, and so she takes off his glasses and she finds out he's blind. Yep, his eyes are all rolled in the back of his head, and she was like, he was you know he was like, oh great now now you know I'm not gonna get laid now because you know she's not interested because I'm blind and and it was funny. They there was a faux pas because he hadn't touched her yet in the beginning. He just came and sat. She just came and sat down. Yep. And he's like, "Oh, you know, you know fancy woman. You know, come." I thought you. He thought at first he thought she was a prostitute because it was three in the morning, subway, and right. she's wearing a fur coat. But he would never touched her yet. Right. So he wouldn't know she was wearing a fur coat.
1: Right. I mean, he did not do a a. Uh, um, really good job of being blind but I'm sure that was the writing
0: yeah and uh,
1: I mean but then they, they go to hook up and he leaves his sax on the bed.
0: yeah he just totally leaves it that's his life he plays he busks for that's why I thought bit, was yeah. funny he's a busker for money and he plays sax when that's what he does and he's with her he just walks away he's like fuck that shit I'm done with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they like almost kiss and And she invites him back. I mean, they they literally, like, are like an item in, like, their 10-minute conversation. Yep. And so they go back. She's got a... She she wanted to get another pair of sunglasses.
1: Because, you know, you can't have too many pairs of Ray-Bans.
0: Yeah, because she broke hers. She was like, I don't need them. Even though, just because she didn't turn him to stone, she turned other people to stone on her. Right. So why wouldn't you need them? So she breaks them. And he has his, and she's like, well, I'll go back to your place, but I have to get some more sunglasses. And he's like, well, where's that? It was like, well, just come with me. And then they go back to where we start the show, start the episode. And uh, she accidentally going in, there's the burglar who she turned to stone, or right. turned to stone, but he froze or turned him into a mannequin. And then she accidentally catches her reflection in the mirror and which freezes her and then unfreezes that guy, the burglar. And, uh, uh, what's his name? What was the saxophone? Fuck. I can't name?
1: even remember, but he dies, just dies. Because I love you. Yeah, and he dies. yeah.
0: So he goes into, he, he's like, he's been waiting. She has him waiting outside. And then he goes inside. He's like, she's taking too long. So he's like, and then the burglar just, you know, he doesn't like run. He just sees a guy standing there, no weapon, just standing there. Just immediately shoots him. Right. And, <laughs> and so the guy kills over, and he goes, uh, I forgot her name. Oh yeah, he goes, uh, Medusa, I love you, and then, dies. and you know, dies, and then tragedy. You know, tragic <laughs> lovers. It was very dumb. I mean, I've seen worse episodes of this show, but uh, this one was it was silly. Well, you know,
1: it was the eight. It was eighty-seven, and cocaine's a hell of a drug. Oh,
0: I hear you, but still, Jesus Christ. Oh, I know. <laughs> but uh, it was like um, it was very. Uh, I'll, I'll give it this. though. the set design was pretty good. It looked like it spent more than you know eight dollars to do to do the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but but. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but it's still bad. I just wasn't angry after watching it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what was going on this this week in, in the 87s?
0: Well, funny you say that. Uh, January 18th, 87. Uh, Movie-wise, it was kind of crazy. This This weekend... Uh, where is it? Yeah, this weekend. Where is it?
1: I know I was a senior in high school. Oh yeah. Wait, no, I was a junior in high school. That's right, cuz I graduated in 88. So, yeah, I was a junior in high school. I know that.
0: Well, the, the this this episode came out on a uh on a Sunday. So, that weekend these movies that weekend um, critical the top five movies were number five it had been in, uh, it had already been out three weeks but Crocodile Dundee
1: <laughs> a classically uh, silly movie yeah
0: um, uh, the, the number four was Platoon which oh. is crazy because I saw that in the theater I remember that oof from the now defunct orion pictures oh yeah uh number three was the golden child that debuted that week uh, yep uh one of eddie movie, murphy's best uh another movie that's holding number two for the second week in a row star trek four the voyage home uh, i like four four is good it, it was it all went, right it's, it's all with those older older star trek movies it was the even ones that were the better ones true true but that was the one i liked it that's the one when they went back in time to yeah 80, well 87 and they the got wh- the whales yes yeah i thought it was okay
1: it was it um, wasn't the best one i'm still con was still my favorite
0: so you know oh well, con was good and uh i liked four i even liked um well that was actually the next generation um yeah. And uh, another movie that debuted, which is not a great movie, but it was one of Pryor's uh, last movies as far as uh, Solo. You know, before that, they just start pairing him with Gene Wilder over and over again because both guys' stars have kind of faltered a little bit. Right. Critical, critical Condition.
1: Oh, I don't remember that one.
0: Oh, it was... Uh... Oh, he played a con man that pretended to be a doctor and kind of got roped into staying that way and it was just, you know ugh. and then, but by the time they realized he wasn't a real doctor, he had helped so many people. Because
1: you know, being a doctor, you can just pick up a book and learn it overnight. Well,
0: that's what you, in the 80s, you could. Yep. <laughs> that's all you needed. Man. <laughs> well, as far as music goes, we have, we have. Oh, another movie that came out that week, uh, "The Stepfather." <laughs> I don't remember that one either. Oh my god, they made three. Uh, they, was, they had had end up having three sequels. Um, the actor um, Terry Quinn, Terry O'Quinn, he is this just psychopath. It's actually pretty good, actually, if we're in eighties. Okay. Uh, he is a psychopath that uh, uh, he escapes a mental institution, uh, gets his life together at least on the surface, changes his name and all that shit. The way he looks, no one knows where he is. He ends up uh, meeting this woman, and then uh, he had killed his family. That's why he was in mental oh. institution because he was crazy. And uh, he married this woman, and he, she had two kids. And uh, he became their stepfather And then he snaps And he just starts Trying to kill the family Okay It's kind of a crazy movie Alright, so- top five songs in the US uh, Billy Ver- Vera At this moment The live version Okay uh, Bangles Walk Like an Egyptian Oh yeah, who doesn't forget that one? I thought this just I don't know number three came out later but I guess it didn't I just am so used to the earlier Duran Duran Notorious came in number three Robbie Neville Siesta La Vie was number two and number one is Gregory Abbott Shake You Down okay I don't even know those songs know yeah Black like most the, I, most
1: of those songs I don't remember I'm like well but then again remember I did grow up in Boise so anything yeah. that anything that wasn't vanilla wasn't wasn't broadcast
0: well there you go so that is uh, that is uh, music and movies of 87 uh, January 18th it's not much else to add to it but um, yeah enough uh, we'll see you next week I guess with uh, the
1: milkman <sighs> cometh the milkman
0: <laughs> cometh oh, and,
1: have mercy yeah I'm
0: not gonna like it
1: <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: well, I, uh, we can are... get to
1: the one after that, too. <laughs> Jesus
0: Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we'll see you next week. Shoots.